Good morning, it's Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Steve Edge is here. Good morning. Morning. Good morning. Good morning. We, uh, we're delirious with tiredness, aren't we? That's good, that's though. exactly what's happened. Do you yeah, feel I'm... slightly drunk? Yeah, yeah. It's been a mad yeah. couple of weeks. You might have noticed that me and Steve have been off air. Um, I hope you've noticed. Anyway, that'd be weird if you didn't. Yeah. Imagine they were yeah. not bothered. Yeah. Not bothered at all. In fact, saying that, not many people have tweeted me to say where I am. <laughs> I think people just think we're repeating ourselves. When I think oh, yeah, that might be. Did they do a best stuff show? I, I think they did one week and then Claire Sturgis uh, did last week. God love oh, it. Okay. Um, so, but yeah, so we've been away. Uh, we're not going to complain about it, but we're just going to tell you what we've been doing because mm-hmm. it's been a busy one. Um, I recorded 45 episodes of, of uh, BBC Quiz Show Unbeatable, uh, which uh, goes out later on this year. And that we did that up in Scotland in about 10 days, like four or five episodes a day. Episodes. <laughs> I don't what they're like, an hour long? They are... Each episode? The, no, we, like 45s, and some of them are half hours, depending on uh, okay. what they are. Right. But they take an hour for 50 each episode, an hour or so. Okay, right, and okay. um, <laughs> what I noticed about myself, and, and this is a little fun game for you, actually, if you're at home and uh, when Unbeatable comes on, see if you can guess which episode was filmed at the beginning of a day and at yeah. the end of a day, uh, I think it's you can like tell. It's a drinking game, isn't it? Yeah. So if you could, if you can get it right, just eat down a shot. Yeah, you can totally tell. You can totally tell. Obviously, I look more tired in the mornings. I've just got up, um, mm. so you can oh, tell okay. that I've got little eyes um, in the morning. And then you can always tell the one after lunch as well, because generally I wear a sort of more of a sort of baggy shirt, you know, because like in my dinner Posture a little goes bit. A bit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But the last show of the day you can tell, and that's because I'm not interested in what anyone's got to say. <laughs> that's yeah. what happens. What like in the middle? What do you do, Jonathan? <laughs> I fly Spitfires. Yeah, well done. <laughs> so it's like episode <laughs> one of the day. I'm trying to get five minutes out of someone being an accountant. At the end of the day, they could say yeah. they're a part-time gynecologist. I'm like, okay, let's get yeah. your first question. All right, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> we'll to do we're all busy <laughs> so I did that that was a lot of fun a couple of gigs in there as well went to Bristol and Hertfordshire um, and then uh, and then, then I went camping with the kids which is never oh nice how was that gorgeous yeah, no it's not really it was gorgeous it? actually well, they, yeah well loved it I mean I say camping I didn't put up a tent or you know what I mean? it was already there what was it like a bell tent it was um, it was like a sort of canvas lodge almost oh, I would nice. describe it nice. so it was nice actually yeah um and, uh, and that proper was, beds inside. Yeah, bed, actual beds, and uh, yeah. no electricity, and no, you know, no. It was, I had my phone off for like four days. That was lovely. It's good, though. It was good lovely, thing, isn't it? yeah. Yeah, a bit, nature. Yes, a bit of anxiety for the first couple of days. Also, it was weird. We were surrounded by uh, horses and and goats, mm. and um, and this is not even this is not a joke. A genu- genuinely, this happened. At one point, my wife said, go and get the kids. And I opened the door, and there was three goats just stood outside. I was like, they're right here. It was like a sitcom. Um, so I did that. And then we, uh, and then, oh, and then I went extreme camping with uh, Freddie Flintoff, which I'll tell you more about later, um, for a TV thing. But uh, that was mad as well. But, uh, it's, yeah, it's been a, it's been a crazy one. Uh, but I, do, I, I did yeah. a little gig last night, um, just an intro for Joe Stilgo, who we had on the show a few weeks ago, who's got a new album out called Theatre. And I did a sort of Q&A for, for the launch of, of his new um, album. And uh, I don't know if you've ever had this. When you're, like, so tired that you have to act awake... Yeah. Do you, know what I mean? like, so you just look. Yeah. So you, you look. look like you've had a million Red Bulls. Hey, everyone! <laughs> you look like what an alien thinks a human should act like. Like yeah, you're not even yeah. being real. You're just honestly. Natural, I was delirious. Yeah. I had to have a word with myself at one point. I had to look in the mirror and just go, "Chase, calm down. You, you're going too. Yeah. You don't need to floss during that bit. <laughs> it was mad. It was mad. But we're back. We're back on the radio, and we love it. Uh, happy Father's Day, of course, to all the uh, all the dads out there. Um, we'll be chatting about that throughout the show as well. Uh, so stick around. So I finished the show today, and then I'm off to Ireland, and you've just got back. Yeah, I've just well, I've, I've got back, been there. I, I think I would say in the last twelve days, I've been back and forth to Dublin about seven times. Blimey, and with the sort of security clearance, it's quite a oh, journey. And where the, where the like airports are at the moment flight. as well. Yeah, so you never. I mean, it's, I've been quite lucky, but right. you, you don't know that until you get there. No. Do you? So 
Well, yeah, just film, filming over there in uh, in in Dalkey, which is in Bray, just sort of. Oh yeah, I know Bray, south bit of Dublin. Yeah, lovely, yeah. lovely bit. Beautiful, of yeah, the, the bay there, yeah. Dalkey's quite. Um, I went. It's beautiful. But a I've been cold water swimming in that sea there uh, with Jerome oh, yeah. Flynn. Oh, have you? <laughs> name drop. That's a name random. drop here, there. Little name drop there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's lovely, though. We've yeah, had a it? lovely time. We're still going. We finish filming next Friday, and then I fly off to Malta for 10 weeks. Oh. A thing that I can't mention, but I mean. But I think we know there. what it is, don't we? <laughs> well, I don't know. It might be something else. The, the girls, the, the makeup girls on the job that I'm doing now in Dublin, they're all going to Malta, too, to do a job on. Um, on Malta so there is other jobs going on so it could be that one could be another mm. one could be on that I that sounds like it ticks a few Channel 5 boxes is All it murder them. is it ship <laughs> if, if, if Jay McDonald's the detective I'm in <laughs> oh that would be good wouldn't I'm it I'm good with that Pete so tell me how you found body I'd love to watch that <laughs> and then and then they find the body and it's been killed by like like there's a, there was like a rose with poison on it, and then she just goes, "Baby, I like a butter kiss from," and she just goes into a song. Why has that not been made? I don't know. Maybe that's what this is. I don't know. It's not the like, Jane it's McDonald like, murder my, mysteries. Like, yeah, I'd watch that. I would watch that. That should t- end and end as she solves it. She Sings finishes a song on a song related to the, 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 the things that were were in the murder. <laughs> That needs to be made, Steve. That's as, that's that's our best idea since Magpie and Fox. Yeah. You know, <laughs> we're not prolific, but we are good. Yeah, well, we're not we're not quantity, but we're quality with our ideas. Yeah, that's what we do. Yeah. So you're back and forth. So you're flying back from Ireland as I'm flying there, and then so forth, and we just keep missing yeah, each other. Just missing each other. I might see you at uh, Terminal Two. You, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're doing Aer Lingus or Ryanair? I'm Aer Lingus, me. Oh, you'll be Terminal Two. Yeah. So, so I'll meet you at the Burger King. It, it, it closes at six, but, but yeah, I'll <laughs> of course try and get it does. Yeah. <laughs> Madness! I got there yesterday. And I was like, "Why is it? It's an airport. No. Why is it closed? Everything was closed." Services in airports should just be twenty four seven. The fact that I you charge so. over the odds means you should yeah. be open all the time. I think so. Yeah. Of course, of course, ridiculous idea. When I rock up at one o'clock on the way home, I think, "What? Just keep the Greggs open, man." W H Smiths is always open, though, isn't it? Smiths, they go for and so Costa. To be fair. Yeah, that's generally the that's, Costa. That's the other side of security, though. I think in Dublin, uh, they've got um, a mm. champagne and uh, caviar bar at Dublin Airport. That's, that's Terminal One, though. That's oh, is the that? Ryanair one because they like a bit of champagne. And, <laughs> and that's the thing about your Ryanair customer. They got a Weatherspoons, I think, and Terminal One. Yeah, yeah, I think they have. <laughs> I um, have you had nightmares at the airport though, getting through security and all that? It, uh, like touch wood, I've been reasonably lucky. I haven't. I'm not checking in a bag though. I'm hand luggage, so maybe that's that helps. Maybe the queue is there. I got to Bristol in. Airport a couple of weeks ago, and you know when the airport you're flying out of is on the news, like the day before. Oh, you think oh, yeah, it's, not, it's never hang good. Hang on a minute. Front page, especially of the if paper. it's on the news on a monitor in the airport. <laughs> yeah. You just glance up and you see the rolling news. Go, Front page is that of the me paper. Sat on that chair. <laughs> That's me, and you start waving at yourself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it just said flight mare. I was like, oh no, I've got to fly to Glasgow tomorrow morning. And I got up, got to the, and it was the queue. I kid you not, Steve. It was in the car park. It was two and a half hours long, and I'd given myself an hour, really. You, to sort I mean, of you can't f- be doing that. Then, no, it's two two point five. That's what they always say. Two point yeah. five. So give us. I probably give myself about an hour and a half. I thought it'd be all right. Domestic flight. That's all right. Got there. I thought, oh my goodness. I had to sneak. I sort of snuck in, like you know, sort of mm. had to pretend a bit like. Oh gosh, like you know, and um, and then this guy said to me, um, "Oh, you can go up the lift there." He said, "It's just, it's really just for sort of people in wheelchairs and stuff." But you know, if you're in a rush, you need to use that one. Yeah, and, don't run though, because that'll give the game away. Well, just do put put a limp on. Yeah, but, well, thankfully there's all those signs, isn't it? Say not all disabilities are visible. So I thought, oh, thank mm. God for that. And uh, so nobody said out. Snuck up, got in, then got in the queue, blagged my way into mm. fast track, ironically named because that was just as long. And yeah. uh, and then I was and then but I was getting to the point where I thought I'm actually going to miss. I can see the thing saying boarding, and I'm not even through security. Oh dear! So I went from just being like nice and polite, thankfully with the old mask and hat. Nobody knew it was me. But if you saw a little oh, a little scamp going through the airport there at one point, yeah, I'm, I'm, talking about his dyslexia. <laughs> I'm, I'm dyslexic. I'm actually. <laughs> 
and, uh, I'm really not good at long division. Yeah, <laughs> managed to. Uh, I did just excuse me, sorry, sorry, give it all that, and then even at one point lifted up the old, you know, the thing that's like snakes cues around. I lifted that oh, up yeah, yeah. and like reconnected just, it behind me. Yeah, I was a right rogue. But there's the panic, isn't it, missing your flight? I thought it doesn't matter at that point. I was all right, right through, right through. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so I made it. So I apologise for anybody at Bristol Airport if you saw a lad in a fellow in a, a mask and, and a hat being rude. That was me. From the darkest recesses of the minds of Jason Manford's listeners, queries from the ash. So if you want to uh, send us any questions or, or thoughts or something on the show that you want to talk about. Send us an email, jason at absoluteradio.co.uk. Howard Robert has done exactly that, Steve. He says, hi, Steve oh, okay. and Jace. Very, okay, okay. very uh, informal. Mm. I like that. A while back, I remember you mentioned some of the best dad hacks. Well, one of them was yeah. absolute genius, so I made a mental note. See if you can guess which one it is. Today, we went to Chessington. Mm. It got to lunchtime. Yeah. Any thoughts? Do you remember what, what the no. hack was? No, I don't remember the hack. The- Instead of a flask of tea, yeah. I brandished a flask of hot dogs. Do you remember oh, this? Oh, yes, I do <laughs> yes. remember this. The hot dog flask. The hot dog flask. They were lovely. We saved over 30 quid. Absolute game changer. <laughs> Look at that. I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. Again, I'm as excited as I was first time. I, <laughs> Same. I just remembered it. This was, we did um, sort of parenting hacks and stuff, and uh, it was a, fill a flask of hot water and whack your hot dogs in there. Just take your buns. Mm. <sighs> Happy days. And I think, I think Steve, at the time, if I remember rightly, you also suggested another smaller flask of uh, fried onions as well, which I thought was a bit genius as well. Yeah, that'd be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah. So there you go. I'm, I'm so oh, pleased that. that our show isn't just. Um, you know, two fellas messing around. No, we're saving money in these hard economic times. Yeah, lives. Yeah, we're, yeah, I won't go that far. <laughs> lives, Steve. That £30 yeah, pound he could spend. I think he would have lived without the dog, dog sausage. Yeah, 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 yeah. We don't yeah. know what else he could have spent that £30 pound on, Steve. You know what I mean? Yeah, Medicine right, yeah. for an ill Medicine's child. Of course, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So we've actually saved a life there, I'm going to say. Uh, yeah, if you... Okay. <laughs> If you've, got, if you've got any hacks uh, you want to get in touch, you can email me, jason at absoluteradio.co.uk. Jason. Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. I, um, I mentioned earlier I did a bit of extreme camping with uh, mm. Freddie Flintoff. Yeah. Extreme camping. Well, I mean, I'm calling it that. It's not. That's not what the show's called. I don't know what the show's called, actually. Two, man, two men in a tent or something. I... Yeah. Um, I've got. I'm probably not even allowed to talk about it, but no one's said anything. Uh, I um, it's on ITV. It'll be on ITV soon. But um, essentially, I got a phone call about two weeks ago. I presume someone must have dropped out. It was too. You know what I mean? No one said that. But in my yeah. head, I'm thinking, who was supposed to be doing this? Yeah, Paddy McGuinness. It's got to well. be Paddy or Jamie or yeah. Bromesh or something. Anyway, none of them have decided to do it. I turn up. I find out why. <laughs> it was yeah, well okay. hard. <laughs> what it is was, extreme camping? Uh, well, so I've known Freddie for a long time, and uh, but I don't know him well. You know what I mean? I see him at the gym. We have the odd coffee together and a little chat, and uh, and then I get this phone call. Do you want to do this thing with uh, Freddie Flintoff in in Snowdonia, and, and and what North Wales? I said, all right, yeah, I'll get, I'll get involved mm. in that. I like a bit of camping, so I came straight from camping with the kids. Oh yeah, to North Wales in your little bell tent and lovely little. You know, <laughs> yeah, where I'm just sat your there. own bed. <laughs> yeah, full yeah. bed with a duvet. Um, to camping on the side of a cliff. Oh, no. I kid you not, Steve. Like you a... Get the tent pegs in. <laughs> you, you don't, pal. Literally, edge of a cliff, the sea is below you. Well, I sent you a picture, didn't I? Yeah, yeah. Abseiled ab- down the rock, and then you lie on this, on a bed, which is, you know, to be fair, it's all secure, and you're, and yeah. you're harnessed in. Um, and in the day, we'd, like, gone out fishing on a boat, for lobster, yeah. Um, you know, lobsters are blue. Are they? Did you know this? No, I didn't know. So they should be in the facts. Eh? What blue, before they? they're cooked? Yeah, blue. But when you see them in a tank swimming around, they're not blue, are they? I don't know what's happened. Blue, mate. Maybe they like one. Maybe they don't like being in a tank. And maybe they like, they're like those um, mugs that you get sometimes that change colour when they're different temperature. Yeah, maybe. Blue, mm-hmm. mate. Mm-hmm. Baffled me. Blue. So yeah. I went out doing that. I'm not. You know, I'm not. I'm not one of those blokes who does. The, I don't like getting dirty. No, I know. You know, yeah. 
And um, <clears throat> so anyway, did that. Then we slept on this this ledge. Now I, Steve, was under mm. the impression that on these sort of shows, yeah, uh, I, you know, and I've read it. Bear Grylls does it. He gets to about ten o'clock, and then he goes to a five star hotel. Yeah, that's fine. I go there now. Yeah, Do I you know go to the brandy and a proper night's sleep. <laughs> yeah, we get on this ledge. It's nine nine o'clock. They're mm. filming some bits and bobs. We get down there. It's yeah. terrifying. Be out of here by ten o'clock, thinking. I'm thinking, right. I wonder what to get. I, wonder, I hope. I hope it's got room service. I hope it's one of those hotels mm, that's still got room to service. Check if they've got room service. Yeah. <laughs> well, better check. Hi that, guys, what's up? Do you have another Wi-Fi code for the hotel when we go back in a bit? <laughs> and then literally the camera guys, they all pack up. Right. See you in the morning. Yeah. I was uh, like, is, are you getting, are we coming back with you? Or? <laughs> and then they just they just left us. They just left us, Steve. Overnight. I mean, why though? I mean, at least film it. I know, not even filming it. <laughs> but they fact, come back at like six in the morning just to film you waking up. Yeah, or... they come back in the morning. I was up before them, to be honest, so I, I didn't sleep a wink. No, so you're on the. Uh, I saw every hour, every yeah, I hour. Did. I dropped off, but Freddie, he had to lie in. I mean, he loved oh, it. Loved it. He's probably done it. Has he done it before? I think he's probably done. It. I think he has done it before. But it, like, I see, what's amazing me that you said you abseiled down from the top. I just think, well, just camp at the top. I know. Why are you abseiling? What are you gaining from doing from yeah. coming out? You're not getting a better if view. You, if you're climbing up a mountain, then you go like, it's too high to go up tonight. Let's do it on the side of the mountain. But if you've come down from the top, yeah, silly. That's just silly. It was silly. And the sea. Let me tell you, Steve, not as relaxing as you think. Uh, well, because normally on sleep app, the sound of the sea. Yeah, but you've got volume, haven't you? you can turn it down. Yeah, or is it just smashing just against like the rocks? proper loud, yeah. And then, like, noises from birds that you've never heard in your life. No, they only come out at three o'clock at night. Terrifying birds. birds. And then you've got yeah. to lie on your back because you're harnessed in, so you can't yeah. get your sleeping bag over your shoulders, so it's freezing. Oh dear, oh dear. Loud. There's birds called, like, shag and chuff. Like, you <laughs> were funny at one o'clock in the afternoon and are not mm. funny now. No, screech out. <laughs> not laughing at the shag and the chuffs, let me tell you. No, that joke's died. <laughs> exactly, 1am, I'm like, no. And also, it was dark for about two hours. It went well, dark at no, like... You've no curtains, have you? It's like one That's o'clock. <laughs> one o'clock dark, four o'clock light again. Unbelievable. You know what you should have taken? You should have taken a face mask with you with some bunny ears on it. And you could have popped that over your eyes. That's you know what I should have done. I should have took my little face mask. You're right, yeah. actually. But anyway, it was an experience uh, which, uh, as we've said before, I would never do again or recommend to a friend. <laughs> but it was still an experience. But, but I enjoyed it. <laughs> Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Music Happy Father's Day, Steve. Happy Father's Day, Jane. Happy Father's Day. Um, I hope you're all having a lovely one out there, uh, whether you've seen your dad today or just remember him. him. Um, it's just a lovely day of reflection, is it? A day where you can sort of show mm. a bit of appreciation. Uh, or if you don't have one and, or he was a bit of a numpty, then you can appreciate the person who took his place, I guess, who did the job for him. So it's everybody. It's a day for everybody. Yeah. We love a bit of Father's Day. Um, I am. Uh, I had my Father's Day last week while we were camping because uh, I'm actually away. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'll be somewhere between uh, Ireland and uh, Wales. Um, yeah, which is the Irish Sea. But I will, I'll be sea, uh, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it's, it's really wet. It's a wet Father's yeah. Day for me. Uh, it's the Isle of Man. Um, but I'll be. Um, I'm, I'm going to do that. But uh, it's a funny one, Father's Day for me. I was. I always find. Uh, I think we've said it before, but like it's always a day. Where on Mother's Day it's very much like a rest day, yeah. And Father's Day is very much like go and take your kids to the park and have a day yeah, with them. Yeah, it continues as normal, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah no yeah. one's like getting. It's not. A, you're not getting a spa voucher are you, for for Father's no, Day. I'd, I'd welcome that. I'd, I'd love, love us. Yeah. I'd love a spa voucher. Love that. Uh, but it's good. It's a good fun day. Uh, we'll do some shout outs for your dads uh, very shortly as well. Um, but at my favourite topic on Father's Day is always the dad joke, Steve. Yeah. Yeah. And the dad joke for me is very specific. I find it hard to describe it, and it yeah, because it's not it's not two men walking to a bar, you know. No. It's not a chicken cross the road. It's not a joke. It's well, it's it's a joke that's just for the dad. He yes. doesn't care about the reaction. Exactly. In fact, he doesn't want a reaction. No, and, and a straight face is even better. It's also a lot of the time sort of situational. Mm, yeah, it's in a moment. You know, it's it's driving past the. It's driving past the graveyard and saying, there's people dying to get in there. 
Yeah, it's a dead centre of town. Dead centre yeah, of town. That, yeah, you know, it's, it's reversing out the driveway and uh, saying, ah, this takes me back. Yeah, all those. Do you know what I mean? It's, the, it's those moments that um, I love it. It's, it's one of my favourite things about being a dad is is those jokes. My my long-running one is if we're ever in um, a, a park, a, a, a theme park or a, you know, one with water slides and stuff, Yeah. In the queue, at some point, if any of the kids show any hint of nervousness, I say, look, I Googled this the other day uh, about this ride. Only three people have died uh, on this on this ride yeah. uh, in the yeah. last year. And I've, they were, they were, yeah. I've yeah. been doing They're that. They're all in the last two weeks. But um, <laughs> that's a good thing, because it means they would have sorted out whatever problems exactly. they were. Exactly. If anything, it's made it safer. You know, mm. um, you, you're better off going on one of these where someone has that rather than. I always do died. that on a roller coaster when I get on a roller coaster. My son, as you start, a car fires, always looks to the left and go, Oh, what's that doing there? That's Spanish. Yeah. Whoa, whoa. Yeah. And then Is that just... supposed to be loose? Yeah. Yeah. These are all those nuts on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> these are what we're supposed to do. These are the job of the dad. But now it's got to a lovely point. It's a lo- and this is what you got to do, dads. This is, if you're unsure about the jokes, look, listen, listen from an expert, and I feel like I am an expert on dad jokes. Mm. You've got to ride through the years of non-laughter. Yeah, it's funny at first. Forever. Then it's yeah. well, it it, it it does occasionally. Well, like with that one, for example, it's not funny for ages. Not funny yeah. for ages, and to a point where your kids are like rolling their eyes. Oh, dad. Oh, nightmare. And then the, the the perfect storm is at some point, and this happened over the summer, we were at a water park last year, and my son, 10 years old, I was looking at this thing and I ended up having to go on the ride by myself because mm. the, only four people could fit on it and the four kids went, well, we're going on one together because we don't want to sit with a stranger. And I ended on with some Dane, a German, and, and this woman from uh, Lincoln. And... Um, and I was a bit like, oh, God, I had a bit of a face on. And my son looked up at me and went, Dad, don't worry. Only three people have died on this ride. See, and I was like... Never been happier. Yes. I was like, my work here is done. <laughs> Gone full yeah. circle, full circle. You take that bat on and you carry that long and hard. <laughs> Adele Fletcher. Whenever my dad answers the door, he'd say, we're not in, as he opens the door. 30 years he's used this every time I visit. We're not in, as he's opening it. That's a good level. Good. And again, yeah, look, like Steve Murphy here tugs at the art strings. He says, when visiting my parents, my dad would always shout, not today, there's nobody in. He passed away three years ago. And when I went to see my mum a couple of months back, dad's voice said, not today, there's nobody in. It was my dad's brother, Uncle Ron. And just for a moment, I thought he was like back with us and I burst into oh, tears. Oh, that's lovely. Oh. That's lovely. See, that's the thing with a dad joke. They last even after he's gone. Yeah, that's it. They outlive us all, the dad jokes. Dad joke will outlive us all. Oh, I don't know what's going on there. Some builders in the background here at uh, Absolute Towers. not ideal in a radio studio, is not it? Not really, no. Not really. But I guess it's a 24-hour station, isn't it? So when, when, would, you, when would you build the new lift? Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Um, I, think it's, uh, I think some of, the, some of the, uh, the, the other hosts on the radio, they're getting on a bit, yeah. you know. And I don't want to say who, but um, somebody, basically someone's put it in their contract, Frank Skinner, uh, to say that he, yeah. he needs a lift to get up to the third His floor. own lift. He's own. He's, he's called the Frank Skinner. We've already lift. got lifts. Yeah, I want the Skinner lift. I want my own lift. That's the, that, that, you yeah. know, when you become a national treasure and you've been in the game for so long, like Frank has, you can start demanding things like that. It's like they're yeah. sticking it on the outside of the building. It looks, I mean, it's an absolute eyesore. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. know how he's got planning Just, permission. No, but that's, you know, get that's away with that sort of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Michelle Mosey uh, says every time you go to switch a lamp on or, or the big light, my dad would shout, bang! Like really loud. Oh, your ear. Yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah. Anytime you get a screwdriver out near anything electric. Oh yeah. I know somebody just shouts bang. Yeah. Or like it. even gives it the old like two fingers in your sides. Oh, horrible, horrible. Uh, Lee yeah. Robson. He's no longer with us, but my dad loved the joke. My mate David lost his ID. Now we just call him Dav. <laughs> that's a good joke. Uh, Jenna Shaw. This is her favourite one. Uh, Go on. I would say, Dad, put the kettle on. What do you reckon he says? He won't suit me. Yeah, he won't fit me. Standard yeah, dad yeah. humour. He finds himself hilarious. That, yeah. Well, that's what you're supposed to laugh at your dad joke. They're yours. Yeah. You know, they're, they're not, for you. That's what I said. They're not for anyone no. else. They're for your own amusement. Annie Oak says, My dad loved that advert where they miss her supplies for surprise and a clown gets delivered instead. At 89, he'd act it out and make himself laugh. Always funny. 
Always yeah. funny. Uh, Darren Booker yeah. says, do you want to know a joke about a boomerang? Oh, wait, I've forgotten it. It'll come back to me later. That's good. Yes. That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm into yeah. that. Uh, Jennifer Jackson. Man went to the doctor complaining of weakness and no strength at all. Take these tablets and come back and see me in a month. Man returns to the doctor. So how did the tablets work? They didn't work. Couldn't get the top of the bottle. <laughs> These are just terrible jokes. These are just jokes. These are just terrible jokes. Ray Mabbott says, I had a wee at the deep end of the swimming pool. When a lifeguard blew his whistle, I nearly fell in. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm enjoying those. Adele Clark says, when my dad used to drop me off at a train station, he used to say, don't stick your head out the window or else folks will think it's a cattle wagon. (laughs) I mean, that's That's just an insult. I like that. No, but I like that. That's a good one. I like a little insult one. They're always, mm. they're always good. Uh, Matthew says, my dad's favourite joke when he takes the dog out. Uh, he says, I threw the I threw the dog a ball the other day. Bit extravagant, but he looked great in a tuxedo. That's good. That's, That's pretty good. good, isn't it? Yeah. I like I like it. I like those ones where they just... You, you know, it's, he says it every day. He comes in, he says it every day. Yeah, bit that's what a, I told you the, my, the one my dad did years ago, didn't I, about the, the penguins at Chester Zoo. I told you that one? I don't know. I don't know. What was it? So... This was when I was a kid. He'd, every Sunday we'd go to my nana's and we'd, at my nana and grandma's and we'd sit there all day. And, uh, and my dad would read the, whatever paper they, they had, this, you know, Sunday Mirror or whatever. And as he was reading it, he'd go, oh, oh, these wrong ones here. Oh, scrotes these, like, absolute nightmare, you know. And yeah. uh, my nana would be going, what's that? Oh, horrible, horrible. What's happened? These lads here, they've broken into Chester Zoo. Oh, what have they done? They've only thrown the penguins in the lion's cage oh that's awful I know he says don't worry they didn't eat them they couldn't get the wrappers off and yeah. that was like so no. that was his joke that was his joke yeah. that was my dad's joke right it'd take him ten minutes to tell I mean Nana yeah. would be in fits of laughter every week Steve both of them was it was the setup more elaborate each yeah week? Oh, you know we... like that joke what's that joke the debonairs the <laughs> yes that. exactly yeah. the setup was about the, it was that wasn't it yeah he'd be, he'd be adding to it telling them how they got in you know, yeah, how high they climbed. Them, what they were wearing. It yeah. might, change the odd animal. It'd go in the hyena cage on occasion, you yeah. know. And so he'd do that every week. After about, I don't know how long this joke went on for, but I remember being about 10 or 11, and he sort of got up and he was chuckling to himself as he went to the toilet. And my nana turned around, and <laughs> she's still chuckling as he leaves. She went, I'm getting worried about your dad. I said, why is he told me that joke every week for the last two years? <laughs> there's something wrong with his memory. <laughs> Uh, David Tudor says, every time my dad orders a drink with the waiter or waitress asks if he'd like ice, he'd reply, is it fresh ice? I don't want any of that frozen stuff. (laughs) That's good. good. Like a bit of that. That is good. I like that. I might use that one. I like those ones in restaurants, or when when it involves a stranger. Do you know what I mean? That's always good, isn't it? My my favourite one that my dad used to do, he doesn't really do it anymore because it's sort of a a different form, but he would, um, you know, at the end of a meal when you would get the, the card machine, and the waiter mm. would give you the card machine. He'd pick it up and hold it to his ear. Hello? And do a hello? Yeah, that's... That's, yeah. that's a beauty, I that st- one, I think it? I did that for a few years. That's a good one, that, It's a good it? one. solid, I think. You can still do that. I yeah, I think, I think so. That's still doable. <laughs> uh, Lisa Messi said, my, uh, my hubby is a legend for my boys. He helps me with our son, who has ASD, works hard and lends a hand around the house. He's a fab dad who my son adores. Uh, he has him wrapped around his little finger. Well, that's always the... I actually like being wrapped around my kids' fingers, to be honest. I'm fine it's with it. It's fine, isn't it? Yeah. It's not going to last forever. No, exactly. Enjoy it, yeah. yeah. One day, they might not even ring to check no, how you no, are. No. What are we going to do when our kids don't speak to us every day? Well, I'll just, just keep doing what I'm doing now, which is following them around the house, going, can I have a good dog? Can I have a good dog? Big good dog. I'll be doing that. I'll You're like me, aren't you? are a bit needy, aren't you? Need. I'm really needy. <laughs> I'm my saying. wife's like, look, you're like Frank Spencer, fun ringing. Oh, Betty, please, give me a good dog. <laughs> Exhausted. I know, my kids must be like, oh God, here he is now. Come on, mate, just look, have a bit of respect. I know, <laughs> my, do- my daughter told me off the other morning. She said, Dad, did you come in my room last night? I said, yeah, well, I've been away all week, haven't I? Yeah. I just you know, came in to check on you and, you know. Yeah. She went, did, you, did you kiss my head? I went, well, yeah, probably. of course I did. Yeah, I kissed yeah. all your heads. She went, well, don't do that again. <laughs> I thought oh, you no. about. All right, no, no, no. I said, I've been doing that for 12 years, man. Yeah. No, that this that we've earned this. Like when exactly. those nights we've kept awake, 
Yeah. You know, when they're little and they've got something wrong with their ears or their nose and you suck snot out their nose and you're giving them cow pollen, oh. ibuprofen every two hours, no one has any sleep. I st- a jaundice lamp. I stood. I remember that. Yeah, I stood over my daughter with a jaundice lamp in the hotel, in the in the hotel in the hospital when she was first born. Yeah, I, I fell asleep. Stood up. up. <laughs> right. So if I want to come in and give you Ed a little kiss, because yeah. I've not seen you for two weeks, I'm doing it. Exactly. Exactly. Don't know the born these kids. Um, I'm, I'm enjoying these uh, shout outs as well. Nice to hear some uh, some positivity from you this morning. Kev Sheridan says he raised me in collaboration with my mum. Uh, taught me right from wrong and to respect others. I miss him very, very dearly. Uh, Cheryl says, it's actually his birthday today, Jason. He's made it to 72, battled through COVID, fought off prostate cancer, he fought off COVID again, uh, and all this with COPD and 40% lung capacity. That is why he's my absolute legend. Um, Donna Deer says, I found my dad at 14 years old. Uh, then 28-year-old t- took on me and my older sister, fetched and carried me on a 40-mile round trip so I could stay in touch with my school friends when he moved away, which was often. Uh, mm. When I w- wanted to see Peter Andre in concert and he wasn't touring, he found out he was performing at Smash Hits, so arranged tickets, drove me and friends down to London and so much more. Totally made my teenage years oh, the best lad. years of my life. Always there for me and that's... And that's always been why he's a legend. I love it. I love to hear some good stuff about dads. We do mm. our best, don't we, Steve? Trying our best. Just no one, just no rule bookers. We're just working it our way through it. Exactly. Maybe we're a little bit needy, but you know, <laughs> that's so fine. Rather that than the other. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm enjoying all your dad jokes this morning. Uh, there is one though. I think that we have to retire. Okay, what is it? I was in I was in a pub um, in uh, up near Lancaster last week when we were camping. We drove out to a. A pub for dinner one night because we were sick of the <laughs> sick of the stove, yeah, <laughs> making it ourselves. Um, I went to a lovely pub called the the Fleece. It was called, which I thought was a terrible name for a pub. Actually, <laughs> I was like, how much yeah, is this going to cost? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and um, anyway, it was lovely food, very nice service. And uh, there was like a young girl was one of the waitresses, and mm. um, obviously like a bit, you know, not nervous, but it's obviously maybe it's the first couple of weeks or something like that. You know, still getting sort of yeah. used to it. And there was this like. Like a group of lads on the next table, like fellas. I say lads between lads and dads, you know. And they were a bit loud, a bit boisterous, you know. They'd been out, yeah. sort of, been drinking all afternoon or whatever. And then he, she said, "Hi, would you like um, would you like any desserts?" And the guy give it no thanks, love. Yeah. And uh, like, but with no like hint of humour, I'm sweet enough. You know that oh, one? Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. And. Every, I saw everybody in the in the pub almost went because yeah. <laughs> it was like no, that's not coming it back. That like one. It feels like that's reserved for sugar in your tea as well, or coffee, yeah. doesn't it? The sugar one. I'm sweet enough. I think that needs to go now. We need to retire that yeah. one. You're not. You're salty. Yeah. Stop it. <laughs> I'm sweet enough. Let's 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 all make a let's all make an agreement now that that nobody does that one anymore. Yeah. And let's then somebody does it, we go. Yeah, or just go, no! No, we had an agreement, no. <laughs> no more, no more. Um, I'm looking at some of yours that you've sent me in uh, on uh, on Facebook and uh, and Twitter this morning. Um, Fiona Turnbull says, um, not really a joke, but my dad used to wave at people while we were driving, and I would ask him who that was. He says, I've not got a clue, but he'll be wondering who he's waved at him all day for the rest yeah, of the yeah, day now. I think when I was a kid, my dad used to... You know you know when you let, let someone out in traffic, you a little wave? My mm. dad used to say stuff. He used to go, all right, John, still got that out on, I see. He bought that coat, <laughs> did he? And I'd be like, I thought he had loads of mates. Yeah. <laughs> my, I definitely had a, an uncle who would, as we drove past bus stops, would like beep and, and give a wave. And just and then we'd all yeah. laugh when someone waved back, but I don't know why it was so funny. Because it's like, that's what you do. You do yeah, that anyway. someone at the bus stop, they knew, yeah. Because it's going to be yeah. a thing. But it's just like these strangers would wave at us and we go, ah, we got them. Like, what's... Yeah, idiots. <laughs> what's the trick? I don't know what the trick is. I don't know. Just being nice. <laughs> Hit me with your best fact. Fire away. That's right. Hit me with your best facts. It's, uh, it's the moment in the show where me and Steve go through the facts mm. that you send us. They've got to be the sort of fact that makes us want to Google. The, the I, more I have to say, when you said lobsters were blue, I wanted to Google that. Yeah. 
Honestly, on. that's a good one. Blew my mind. You might win a cup this week. Hey, oh, that'd be good because you've won one yeah. once, haven't you? I won one once with the octopus. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we all remember that one too. <laughs> yeah. We had a lot of complaints that week. <laughs> Again. <laughs> Again, yeah. Uh, this is our game that we play every week uh, with our friends at Disney+. Plus. We've got a Jason Manford Show mug to be won if you can wow us with your amazing facts. Okay. Uh, Angie Holland says, uh, just wanted to enter my interesting fact, Jason and Steve. Cats can't taste sugar. Ooh. They also can never survive a vegan or vegetarian diet as they need a form of protein only found in meat, taurine, uh, to complete the enzymes in their body. Taurine is added to pretty much all cat food in the UK. Taurine's the thing that's in uh, tonic water, isn't it? Gin and tonic. That's oh. the, it's like a bark off a tree or something. Eh? Mm, there you go. So cats can't taste sugar, so they won't be giving it I'm sweet enough, because they're not at all. No, that's it. Yeah. Well, no, we wouldn't even add to you, though, would they, cats? No. There you go. Try some sugar. Shut up. <laughs> so, oh. Someone said to me the other day about my cats, they, um, basically they, a, a burglar had, had sort of come into somebody's house and they, and they had a dog mm. and they were they were upstairs at the time. It was terrifying. They were upstairs at the time mm. and they were like, he barked, barked so much that he scared the burglars off. Yeah. And I said, my cats would be like, he's in the second room on the left. The first one's the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. He's in the second one. If you're one. after some of the good stuff, though, <laughs> go in the room at the bottom. Yeah. Go in there. He's, yeah, he's, he's all the stuff, the jewellery that's yeah. all in that bottom bit. I know that just looks like a picture. It's actually worth two grand, so I'd take yeah, that. Yeah, take that. And behind it is a safe, <laughs> by the way. Do you want the number? i got the pin number. They would totally throw me under the bus. My cat used to, my cat used to go next door. The old lady lived next door, and he was always round there. And I, I was convinced he was just trying to get her pin number. You know what I mean? <laughs> He's always there, yeah. Just get, what's your favourite four numbers? Just scam your head, you know. In case I need to go and get your meds or anything, you know, you've got your card. I'll take your card, I'll take your card now. Something about it. Kev McIntosh has said, oh, I've got to try and pronounce this now, uh, polytetrafluorethylene, mm, okay. P- PTFE or plumber's tape. Oh, yeah, PTFE, yeah, I know, yeah. I know what PTFE is. It sort of expands when it gets wet, so it fills the gaps. It's the only substance known to man that a gecko can't stick to. Oh, my Lord. What? Oh, my Lord. What? <laughs> wow. So a gecko can stick to anything? To anything, can Steve. It? Anything, mate. I've seen it go up windows and walls and all Anything that. known to man. Anything known to man. But not plumber's tape. <laughs> now, I want to know what's happened there. Yeah. How's he know really- that? It's a really thin, you know, white tape that sort of you, you put on the on the thread before you tighten up a, you know, your, yeah, your water thing. How's a gecko even? Oh, I don't know. Why is I mean, a plumber? What's he doing? Taking a gecko with him and testing on different things? <laughs> he's what's going to, on? He's also had to, he's had to create like a tinsel curtain with PTFE tape, <laughs> and then gone and then just lobbed a gecko at it, and he's just bounced off, landing on the floor, <laughs> and gone. All right. Not so clever now, are we? Sticky fingers. Eureka! I found it. Right. He's got this scrapbook. He's going, right. (laughs) Foil. Tick. Cling film. Tick. PCFE tape. Lost. No. Result. Just got to go through all the other things known to man. (laughs) I think I've done them all now. Uh, which is uh, we're looking for just the top facts that one that you just mm. you like to wow people with but uh, as Steve mentions every week it's got to be one of those that you can also like just slip into a conversation so it's not awkward yeah 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 you don't want it, you don't want it to be forced do you not me yeah. it just comes up and then you're yeah. in bang and you're like wow what do you know I, sli- I slipped to him on the other day about um, Oxford University being older than the Aztec Empire yeah that good. was a That's cracker that, that just, I just and it was so natural I don't know, it was, we were talking about university. Oh, St Andrews University came up and how old that was. Mm. So it was just a natural step. It wasn't awkward, it wasn't weird. Yeah, Nobody went, what's you, he saying that for? No, no you no reason at all. You just went, yeah, so not as bad as uh, Cambridge. It's older than the Aztec Empire. Yeah. And Sorry, what? People genuinely... Google it, Google it, Google it, mate. What? Yeah. I looked really cool that day, Steve. Mm, That's yeah. the good thing about this feature. It can make you seem really cool. <laughs> I, be, yeah, I would exactly. be surprised if it doesn't get some people... A bit of sexy time. <laughs> mm, Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If they learn a couple, imagine how many 
if you got a really good fact, you could fax somebody into bed. <laughs> Sorry, that sounds yeah. terrible. No. But you know what I'm trying yeah. <laughs> You know, you lack the people into is, bed. The answer is Lego. Yeah, think how many tyres are in there. So, um, come on, get your off. retire to the jar. <laughs> Uh, Graham Davis, Antarctica is actually a desert. Ladies. <laughs> Why don't you take these drinks to the room? Uh, tell you more about some pork facts I've got. No, follow me. Do you know there's no such animal as the Black Panther? <laughs> <laughs> living something a little bit more comfortable. Yeah, it's hot dog sausages, Volkswagen. <laughs> Sell more hot dog sausages than cars. <laughs> oh, gosh, right. So if you've got any facts, Jason at absoluteradio.co.uk. Uh, we've got to try and find a winner at some point for these. Uh, playing the accordion was once required for teachers in North Korea, says Kate Daniels. Uh, James Davis, my fact is that the nobbles on your knees are as unique as your fingerprints. Gosh, imagine being caught out for a crime because of your knees. What sort of crime would it be? I've seen these knees before. Yeah. Paul Griffiths, country singer and and man in black, Johnny Cash, was the first American to learn the news that Russian leader Joseph Stalin had died. Really? What? (laughs) Why did they tell him first? What's going on? (laughs) We must ring Johnny Cash. He is dead. Ring Johnny Cash. (laughs) Ring Johnny. Uh, Let me ring him now. I've got his number. Hello? I'm Johnny Cash. Oh, hello, Johnny. <laughs> so he answered the phone. He always answered it like that. Yeah. Ring, now, ring a fireman. Ring a fireman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's madness. Yeah. I like that one. They were second yeah. to know. <laughs> Love yes, it. Of course. Right, so we're doing well there. One more. I, but I, I think that's going to be tough to beat. Uh, so we're playing Hit Me With Your Best Facts this morning. Mm. Uh, we're looking for those ones that, uh, you know, well, not only, as we've discussed, not only make you want to Google them, they make you want to go to bed with the person telling them. Yeah, of course, yeah. yeah. That's how sexy some of these facts are. Yeah. Le Maire says, uh, a lobster pees out of its eyes. When they oh. are fighting in the wild, they pee in each other's faces to express themselves. Are you crying? Why are you crying, mate? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, you dirty that, get. What are you? Oh, what's wrong with you? <laughs> Yeah, no, oh, that's not nice. Uh, we had uh, Antarctica. Well, let's let's have a look. Let's try and get a winner. I, I mean, feel like we've got enough there. Point, is there? I, feel I know like we've got the winner. We I have. Feel like we've got. We have. But I'm going to just find. I'm just going to go through it anyway. Geckos yeah. can't stick to plumber's tape. I, I do <laughs> love this. I think on any other week that would have won. Yeah. Uh, cats can't taste sugar. Graham said that Antarctica is actually a desert. Mm-hmm. The lobster peeing out of his eyes. Uh, knobbly knees are as unique as fingerprints, and uh, teachers good. in North Korea have to play the accordion. Um, but our favourite, I think, as, at the moment, be. has got yeah. to be uh, Johnny Cash, country singer and man in black, was the first American to learn the news that Russian leader Joseph Stalin had died. I mean, it's all there, isn't it? It's all there. Um, mm. And I can tell you that the reason is uh, that he was in the Air Force during the Cold War. He was the first man outside the Soviet Union to learn that Premier Joseph Stalin's death. Um, so on March the 3rd, 1953, he was a staff sergeant manning his post in uh, Landsberg, Germany, when a surprising message beeped into his ears that Joseph Stalin, mm. who's been suffering from ill health years, had died. The leader of Russia suffered a massive heart attack that day and died quickly. The man in black passed. Well, he wouldn't have been the man in black then, would he? been in... No. Green well, if he was on manoeuvres, he might have been. Man in khaki. Yeah, if he was on manoeuvres, he might have been in. Yeah, he might have been in black, wasn't he? Just for you know, night cover. He passed the message up the chain and then returned to work. Jack Cash's job already required that he had limited off-post privileges and contacts with locals. Still, he couldn't discuss what happened, even with his close friends. The rest of the world oh, would soon sure. learn uh, of Stalin's oh. death, but Johnny Cash knew first. But he couldn't tell anybody, yeah. Busy night, John. Not really. No, no, I'm fine. Uh, any, any big news coming in or anything? Hmm. No, 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 no. <laughs> Nothing here. So there you go, that's a good one. Uh, so we're going to give that one to Paul Griffiths, who wins with... Even after we've been playing this game for so long, Steve, every yeah. so often an absolute beauty comes out of nowhere.
But that is the perfect example because you'll hear Johnny Cash somewhere. Exactly. You'll be, be on a date. You'll be on a date with someone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Thinking, what's going to get Johnny this Cash over the line here? Yeah. I want to get to third base. Yeah. How do I get there? Yeah. <laughs> and then suddenly you've got that, didn't you? Straight in. Straight. All right. Did he really? What? He was in the yeah. army. All right. Yeah. You, me, bed. Yeah. You, had, you had me at Stalin. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to, uh, if you want to get lucky with ladies and boys all over the place, uh, then all you have to do is email me your best fact, Jason at AbsoluteRadio.co.uk. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio, where real music matters. Steve, I've been sent a piece of art here. Right, uh, yeah, nice. I've just sent you a little picture of it. Uh, yeah, I've got it. I'm looking at it now. On a little yeah. WhatsApp group. This has come from the Smallest Beautiful Miniature Art Exhibition. Uh, yeah. I've got a little note saying, Hi, Jason. I uh, hope you like this miniature of you. We had created by artist Max Dory, who is exhibiting at Smallest Beautiful Miniature Art Exhibit in, uh, in London. Uh, Max is a Bristol-based model maker and sculptor, uh, trained as a set designer and has been working in the theatre for eight years. Alongside his passion for puppets and scenography, he also creates miniatures and models in his studio using waste materials when he uh, reassembles in new and surprising ways. Mm. He's, uh, oh, wow, look at that. I'm just, how, I'm how, how big is that, then? I'm, I'm trying to get an idea of scale. Like an A3... A, what's it? A5? A5, I'd say. Oh, That's right, the, the base is like it, an A5. Yeah. And I'll, I'll post a little picture of it. They've um, they've put me in the Absolute Radio uh, studio, uh, yeah, which is a rare rarity, to be fair. But, yeah, um, you should be in a shed somewhere. Or <laughs> yeah. a spare room, yeah. And there's lots of um, lots of albums everywhere as well, which is very no stereophonics. That's the only yeah, no, or no Gallagher's as well. So it's not no Gallagher's. It's not quite Absolute Radio's uh, remit, uh, but um, yeah, lovely. Jason Manford by Max Story. What an absolute honour that is. Like they've done a little little studio. They should yeah, they should be in the, one of you just in your shed next to us. Yeah, that'd be yeah. quite nice. In a company in one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But no, it looks very cool. That so that's um, that's happening in uh, London. I don't know whereabouts. Uh, I'm sure. I, I love a little bit of miniature art, mate. That's great. That's fantastic. Well, do you know what's great actually about it is I uh, when I saw that he was a set designer, that made sense because every musical or play I've done, there's a moment where they before the show starts to go, oh, this is what the set looks like, and then this absolute like incredible set. A tiny version in of miniature. it. In miniature. In yeah. miniature, they go, and then you come on there, and you come on there, then the curtain comes down, then the car flies. I'll not fit through there, mate. I'll not <laughs> fit through there. <laughs> but honestly, the, the skill on it, and it literally gets made, and then nobody ever sees it again. It's just gone. The effort that's gone into it. Um, and that's on in South Kingston, uh, if you, uh, you wanted to go and see that. And it's the uh, smallest beautiful... Uh, uh, in London, the Miniature Art Exhibition. But uh, thanks so much. That's a real, real treat, that. Thank you. This is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. I tell you what I did, Steve. I fitted in a couple of gigs last week. Oh, did you? Even though I was having a mad old... Did you find this right? <laughs> I know. Well, I had that weird thing in in uh, Glasgow where I was recording all day at BBC Scotland, and then I'm done for seven. So, and then mm. I had the evening. Even though I was knackered, I thought oh, I've got to do something. And uh, so I went to see Kevin Bridges. It was nice to see him. Not seen him for for years, obviously with the pandemic and stuff. Went to see him doing a little tryout gig at the Stand Comedy Club. Uh, he's about to hit a big tour, and he is he's so funny, like really funny. Yeah. And you know, even as a comic, for me to say that. You know, obviously hurts. Um, yeah, but, of course. Um, <laughs> like a dagger. Oh, in my own heart, every laugh hurt. I went, <laughs> oh. oh, that's how I laughed all night. <laughs> oh yeah. God! I but, wanted to see. I wanted to go up here and see him die. <laughs> be rubbish. But no, he's he's one of my favourites anyway. But uh, he's so funny, and the new show uh, is is hilarious. Really good. Um, and so I saw him. Then on the then <laughs> I was in the bar that night. Um, there was rumour that Johnny Depp was staying in our hotel. Oh, he's, um, he's been everywhere. Right? Been everywhere. the week as well, wasn't I he? Know. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. What a weird time. Uh, I was going to go up to his bedroom, have a little poo on his bed, just just to see what you know, see if he likes yeah, it. What, old times. Uh, just yeah. for old times. Yeah. Just for a bit of a laugh. But uh, anyway, I didn't. I didn't. Um, 
Good but I, while I was in the bar, uh, there was um, somebody with a Queen T-shirt on, uh, not not the Queen, as in the band. And oh, right, with, not Jubilee. Right? No, no, with all their tour dates. And uh, as I was reading them, I was like, oh, they're in Glasgow this week. Oh, they're in Glasgow. T- oh, they're in Glasgow tomorrow. So I, I text Adam Lambert, who I'm, I, I did Starstruck with. Oh, you, you're in uh, you're in Glasgow. Managed to get a ticket. Went to the gig by myself, Steve. No. Have you ever well, gone to a gig by yourself? Right, I have, yeah. But it, yeah, once you're watching right? the gig, I've been to a music festival myself. I went to Glastonbury by myself. Oh, I remember that. Remember. Yeah, yeah. Long story, but yeah. <laughs> yeah once you're watching... Time. Yeah, I mean that's a that's a podcast. <laughs> things that I saw, but you um, you, you know, you once you're watching the music, you don't need to chat. Do you? I loved you it. Know, compliment. I quite enjoyed it because there was no, you know, at every end of every song, I didn't have to go. Oh, that was good, wasn't it? <laughs> like, oh, have you seen yeah. them before? That None of that, a bit, didn't it? Yeah. I'd say what if you get. I don't know if they're still on tour or if it's finished now, but my goodness, I. And I, if I'm honest, I I enjoy Queen, but it's not some, it's not a band that I had gone out to listen to and not bought any of their records or anything like that. I'm telling you, it was literally the best concert I've ever been to in my life. You know every song okay. just by osmosis. Yeah, yeah. It's just gone in, you know. Every, I don't know what it costs to put that show on. Millions, I can only think, because every single song was like a full production, lasers and and there was all sorts going on in that room at one point there was a massive uh, a massive rock and uh, Brian May was suddenly just stood on a rock playing his guitar and it was going through space oh my lord and it was just that do you think just... he had any diary, any idea it was happening or was it all behind him and he was <laughs> he was well that? involved I'll tell yeah, you yeah okay it was um, it was absolutely brilliant, and Adam Lambert. I'm not saying biased because he's a he's a mate, but uh, it was what a voice he's got, absolutely on another level. Um, and I know we're doing more Starstruck again this year, and uh, I will be making sure that I don't sing after him in our yeah, opening number. Can't be done. Can't follow that guy. Can't follow him. Uh, but yeah, so if you do get a chance, if they're doing it again, I don't I don't know. I've not looked at the tour dates. Uh, nobody's got a t-shirt on today so I can't read where, where they are next. You need somebody to be standing in front of you with a t-shirt. <laughs> a t-shirt, yeah. yeah, exactly. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but that was one of the best concerts I've ever been to. I also caught Adam Rowe as well, who we've had on the show, a uh, Scouse comedian uh, who's uh, on a little tour as well and uh, and that was that was at the Sand Comedy Club. But that's, you know, these comedy clubs, you know, I know you see Kevin Bridges and stuff in arenas and stuff all over the place. Fine, have a local, local comedy club. If it says special guest... Generally, it's it's one of the one of the big names. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Thanks for joining us this morning here on Absolute Radio. Uh, podcast will be up very shortly. Uh, if you want to hear the show uh, again, but with no music and adverts, uh, you can do that. Uh, there's also mm. a podcast of just the adverts. Uh, as well, not uh, so popular that one, is it? No, not so it's not. But my, I, I quite like it. Um, no. And Steve's, you've got a busy one. You're back to Ireland this week a couple of times. Tomorrow, back to Dublin tomorrow, and then coming back Friday, and then going to Malta to do some secret thing. Oh well, yeah, of course. Yeah, that's not Madame Bond mystery. Definitely not. No, it's not that. Uh, let me have a quick look what I'm up to. I have to look at my diary before <laughs> before I do this link. Uh, I, oh, I'm back to Ireland again. So I've just I've just done Galway and Cork and Dublin and whatnot. Um, I'm up to Northern Ireland this time. So I'm uh, Belfast Thursday, Friday at Ulster Hall. Then over to Derry on uh, the 25th as well on the Saturday nights. Um, and there's loads of gigs coming up as well in in, in the UK. I'm over in Bexhill for a couple of nights. Uh, that's n- right next to me, isn't it as well? Yeah, you might be back by then. When is oh, it? Oh, no, you've gone. When's 29th, Bexhill? that is. Oh, uh, no, I've been mulled. Have you gone? Are you joking? Yeah. <laughs> 25th. Oh, blimey. Uh, yeah, Bath and uh, a couple of dates in the in the south as well. So come, come have a look. Uh, I'm on tour right through to November, something like that. Uh, lovely to uh, chat to you this morning. Hope you've enjoyed the show, and we will see you here next week on Absolute Radio.